Thank you to Audible for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. Guys, I have a commitment issue with books. I buy them, I have great intentions of reading them, and yet all I have is a giant stack of unread books. But I found a solution that works really well for me, Audible. If I can't multitask it, I can't do it right now. So Audible allows me to listen to audiobooks while I'm doing another task. Cue laundry, making dinner, or working out. It doesn't stop there, though. They have a wide collection of podcasts, comedy, wellness programs, and more in their app. Discover thousands of titles and get your free 30-day Audible trial by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned. That's www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned for your free 30-day Audible trial. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Green Envy. I don't know about you, friend, but I'm hoping to age as gracefully as possible. And this means taking care of my skin with clean, non-toxic, and plant-active products, like those from Green Envy. I've used their skincare lines for years now, and wow, seriously, what a difference. My favorites include their pumpkin glycolic peel, clear face serum, protect face lotion, and voluptuous lip balm. And bonus, all of their products are gluten-free, cruelty-free, and vegan. Visit my exclusive link in the show notes to find your go-to Green Envy products and use code LAURASWANS-10 for 10% off. You'll also get free shipping and three free samples on all orders of $50 or more. Hey friends, welcome back to Rogue and Reasoned. It is me, your host, Laura Swan Siegman. Thanks for swinging back for another episode. And if you're new, welcome. I'm glad you're here for these chats, which happen every other week. But returning and new alike, don't forget, you can still get content from me each week by visiting my website. On weeks where I don't have a new podcast episode, you'll find a new blog post instead. You can dig into more about me, access my free business resources, grab some merch, and take my exclusive quiz there as well. And be sure to connect by joining my email list. I send out a newsletter every Monday. And by following me on social media, not only at Rogue Reason Podcast, but also on my primary account at Laura Swan Siegman. All right, so onward to our chat today. Random tidbit, I enjoy walks around my neighborhood by myself, and often with a solo cup in my hand and a crime podcast ringing in one ear. Why one ear, you ask? Well, because you have to keep your fucking head on a swivel, and I want to be able to hear what is happening around me. Another random tidbit. I have squirrel brain. I quite literally will think about three separate things at once. So it should be no surprise to you, knowing this, that while I'm listening to said crime podcast, I'm also noticing things, coming up with business ideas, and all sorts of other shit. Anyway, I was walking around my neighborhood recently, and I noticed a white sticker in the back window of a beat-up two-door black Honda Civic parked on the curb. This sticker read, Fuck bitches, get money. Now, I had a mixed reaction. I laughed. Sounds like some little punk white boy in my neighborhood trying to be all hard and take this phrase back to its hip-hop roots. One that probably stands about 5'4", weighs about 125 pounds soaking wet, and likely flinches when you say boo too loud. But yeah, stand tough in those streets and those sheets, baby. But then, of course, my brain went down a whole other avenue with it. 
Like, is that really his life's motto? I wondered. I've heard other less basic variations of this statement in other places on TV or in Instagram captions, essentially saying, don't worry about relationships. Just focus on yourself and get rich as possible. Fuck bitches. Get money. Maybe literally or just disregard them in whatever manner and put your sights on that paper. I mean, isn't this kind of fucked up, though? And this is not because I want to have a conversation about valuing women. Not at all. I just think this mindset is messed up. This all-in, at-all-costs, extreme way of looking at things. It's dangerous. And there are so many other examples of this type of mindset spanning far beyond what a vehicle window sticker says. But all of them, all of these locked-in mindsets, can be really damaging to our mental health, personal relationships, and overall potential. I think we need some moderation. Let's stay on this window sticker for a second. If your mindset is truly, fuck bitches, get money, and now I'm not a psychologist, so this is an unofficial opinion, you're going to have some pretty messed up experiences with human relationships. Like, actually fulfilling, trust-building, life-enhancing relationships. Because you've essentially said the only value is in X, and there is limited use or value of Y. And that's just how life is. With that, you've given no room for flex, and that seems way out of balance and entirely unsustainable to me. I mean, sure, don't hold yourself up on stupid games with people who don't actually care about you and always work to improve yourself and move forward, but do we really have to be that extreme with it? There are a lot of other examples of this strict mindset I see on a regular basis. One of the big ones is with dieting. And it often pisses me off because I have an education background in the fitness and wellness field. And let me tell you, no two bodies are going to be exactly alike. We are all made up differently with different genetics, different exposures to different environments throughout our lifetimes, have different habits, et cetera, et cetera. So no one diet is best for everyone. Sure, intermittent fasting might be good for you right now, or keto, or carb cycling, or something more Mediterranean-based. But some people get so fucking caught up on this narrow one-lane path of thought that they become reckless with it themselves. At some point, it might not work for their body anymore, but they won't notice the signs that it isn't working in their benefit, and they'll continue down the same, now damaging perhaps, path because they've locked in hard on this one way of eating food. And they irresponsibly start trying to convince everyone else around them that they have to start doing this type of diet because it's the best and it's the only thing anyone should be doing, when in fact, it could harm someone else. Or how about women who say, all men cheat, or all men are pigs? I've been cheated on. I think there are men that are pigs. But if I kept that mentality about everyone, all men, would I have ever gotten married? Would I have learned to trust, feel safe, or experience deeper love? What would I have gained by saying this to myself? Saying this amongst my friends or making it a general life motto? How about with politics? You either have to be pro-Trump or anti-Trump, right? You have to pick an extreme. You can't live anywhere outside of those two lines. 
or pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine, right? There's no middle that is socially acceptable. Socioeconomic status. Our world has you believing everything you do should reflect just how street or ghetto you actually are, or how made or wealthy you are. You have to live strictly within this bubble of your status. But see, you don't have to smash car windows and riot, and you don't have to buy a Prada purse or drive a Mercedes once you hit a certain income level. You could choose to use that riot time to work or grab a purse from TJ Maxx and go on living your best life in private. Now, I think this extremism happens for two reasons. And again, just my opinion. One, because our world is teaching us this. Society teaches you that you have to pick a lane, be firm in one belief, and act aggressively within that belief. That it is bad to fall in the middle. Two, because isn't it fucking convenient to you to live this way? Because if you open up the middle and somehow don't fall into a black and white area of success and failure, you have to live with being mediocre. And fewer and fewer egos out there can handle being mediocre at stuff anymore these days. Because life is now measured in extremes. But what if we had more moderation in our mindsets? Thank you to the Lux Lens for supporting this episode of Rogue and Reason. Friends, the right presets, adjustments, and overlays can take a photo from decent to damn. My favorite editing tools come from the Lux Lens, and I use their resources daily to help me create incredible images for not only my own brands, but for my photography and business clients as well. See their presets in action for yourself by following them on Instagram at the Lux with an E lens, and be sure to click on my exclusive link in the show notes for 15% off your next purchase. Friend, if you have a business, you need a social media strategy. But what does that even mean? Well, I break it all down for you in my 55-page downloadable social strategy guide, available right now for you on my website. I walk you through the exact steps you need to take to effectively and efficiently create a strong social media strategy for your brand, from aesthetic and placement to planning, content creation, scheduling, and batching your work for an easier experience. I include 31 days of pre-planned content, three done-for-you captions, sample grid layouts, imagery cheat sheets, and more in this easy-to-follow PDF. Visit www.lauraswanseekman.com to snag your copy of the Social Strategy Guide, and be sure to check out all of my other business resources while you're there. Not everything in life can be viewed with the same intensity all the time. If I, now as a former police officer, previously went to every call I received in the same jacked up state, I would not only explode from stress, but I would also not be, then, capable of being effective on that call. Can you imagine the energy and tone of me ordering a man with a weapon to the ground, and then imagine me using that same energy and tone when I responded to a call of a child found wandering alone? How about a non-emergent retail theft, or when I rolled up on someone with a flat tire? We need spectrum in our lives. We can't be all fuck bitches, get money, all the time. Life ebbs and flows, and our mindset needs to have some flexibility also. This doesn't mean lose standards, throw your goals out the window, or stop working hard. Not at all. But life happens in the middle. There are moments of clear black and white, 
but the rest is generally gray. Why do we live like this? Or listen to a society that tells us we have to live like this. What are you really getting out of this extremism? Of these to-the-death comment fights on posts on Facebook? I am of the belief that there are very few things in life to be immensely passionate about. You can feel strongly towards things, but immensely passionate? Few. So I'm going to put a call out there for us to all stop doing this dumb shit in our own lives. I fall fault to a lack of mindset moderation at times, too. But really, who is judging our extreme ways? Our success and our failure? Our stance on this or that? Who is coming to govern that? The court of public opinion? We are going to be sorely disappointed with life if we are living to prove things to people that don't matter. If people were to allow more moderation in their mindset, I think we'd all be less angry, less defensive, and experience less conflict with others and within ourselves. Shit would be happier. I personally want to be good at a lot of things. Not great, not terrible. I want to be in love, even if there's a chance of getting hurt. I want to build wealth, but use it intentionally. I can like or dislike a politician despite a few flaws. I can be fluid with my medical and lifestyle choices and do what is right for me. What I can't be is intense all the fucking time. I am already high strung as it is. My God, I would have a heart attack if I laid down on the train tracks for every fucking opinion I had. So two things. First of all, fuck you to the society that teaches us all that these extremes have to exist all the time. And second, I pose to you the question, how can you have more moderation in your mindset? What do you think you're unnecessarily extreme about in your own life? I'm not asking you to give up your morals or anything, but reflect. What is unnecessarily extreme? How could you moderate it? And what would the benefit of moderating it provide to you and to the rest of us? I like not having guests on this show because honestly, then I don't have to worry about managing the timing of these podcasts around someone else's schedule, their ability to form a coherent thought or any other consideration, really. But right now, I kind of wish someone else was on this with me because I want a little feedback. So I'm turning this to you to keep this chat going with me off the episode instead. Comment on this episode's post on Instagram, tag me at Rogue Reason Podcast or at Laura Swan Seekman in your own posts and stories, and sound off on extreme mindsets you see or have yourself and how you've reflected on moderation in mindset. I'm totally open to your thoughts on it and will hopefully learn a little bit from your perspective. And please do so even if you found this episode way after its published date. That goes for any of the episodes on this podcast. Let's chat whenever it hits your ears. All right, friend, short and sweet little talk for today, right to the point. I'll be back with you again in a couple of weeks for a brand new episode of Rogan Reasoned. And don't forget to head over to the blog or connect with me online somewhere else in between. We will talk soon. Stay badass. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogan Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.